Happy Thursday. JC here with Metro Nissan Redlands podcast, monthly podcast. Excited to be here, man. It's a scorcher today. It's about a hundred and I don't know, eight. Literally, first of all, anything over a hundred is just hot, man. So I'm sitting here with Mr. David Reynolds, general manager, controller here at Metro Nissan Redlands. Say hi, Dave. Hello. And, uh, we're excited, man. Again, once again, right? One of the only dealers that I know of uh, that is willing to, you know, to peel back the onions, man. Peel back the onions and the layers that are typically uh, exist at a dealership, and really kind of open the doors to to kind of where the industry is going, man. So, Dave, I appreciate your time, man. Thanks for being here today. So today, what I want to talk about is, you know, three main topics, just because I think. Technology has had a major impact in the automotive industry. I think you would agree with that, right? 100%. All right, so let's talk about first and foremost, right? So when a consumer is buying a car, right? So as as a automotive professional, right? Let's just talk about ultimate tips on how to buy a car, right? So what are the things that a consumer needs to do in order to kind of start that car buying process, right? Like, I, mean, I know they jump on, you know, Google and they can do some of those things. And so I know that deal is obviously there. But from a professional like you, like, what is the information they, the customer needs to start gathering to arm themselves correctly in order to start negotiating on that car deal? You know, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big question because, you know, obviously it's a very important one. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things a consumer, you know, can do, you know. Prior, obviously, prior to getting here, you know, there's a lot of information that's out there in the internet. There's a lot of third-party websites, you know. Um, budget, obviously, is, is, is important. You know, are you purchasing, you know, the type of vehicle that you can fit in your budget? Um, vehicle options, you know, obviously here at Metro Nissan Redlands, we sell a lot of Nissan products. Um, and uh, there's a lot of, you know, Nissan USA um, is obviously the big the big website for um, putting together as far as what kind of options and the right vehicle for you. Um, and then there's a lot of you know third party websites. You know, um, Google has a few of them um, that, that rank pretty high. Uh, Car uh, Kelly Blue Book, Car and Driver. You know, you can get a lot of information about the vehicle um, from these from these websites. Uh, but you know, it's I tell everyone. You know, you have to really read through a lot of the disclosures on the websites because a lot of times when you're looking at pricing and stuff, it says, you know, the car starts from this price all the way up to, you know, you know, seven, eight, ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars more than what the you know vehicle, the base price of the vehicle. So just kind of knowing what, you know, what, what model you're looking for and what price is, is a big thing. You know, we generally we generally see. Um, a lot of the third party websites, you know, they always work off of base pricing and then not everyone wants to come in and buy a base vehicle. They're sure. usually looking for some options and a lot of technology. You know, and as you, you know, add those options onto your vehicle, the, the price of the vehicle, you know, goes up. And, you know, knowing that that's gonna be in your budget. And then, you know, in, in California, you know, we have, you know, some pretty hefty sales tax, unfortunately. Um, state you mean tax. it's expensive to live in California? It's very, very Shocker. expensive, yes, for all of us. Shocker. And, um, you know, knowing what those, you know what those fees look like is is important too because generally I to tell everyone depending on what you're buying, you know if you're buying a you know a twenty five thousand dollar car you're looking at generally about twenty five hundred dollars and you know in, in, in tax title license and dock sure. fees you know at, at the minimum 
Sure. You know, so just knowing what all those things look like and then, you know, if, if the vehicle is going to be able to fit, you know, in your budget, having a, an, a general idea of, of, of how much, you know, you're looking to pay, whether you're, you know, writing a check or whether you're financing it with us or financing it at outside credit union, um, just knowing, you know, some of that basic information um, before you come in is always, always hand, you know, is always handy. You know, and then uh, this is what we do for a living too. So we get, we've got a lot of customers that, you know, that you know would like to know more information even before they go end up buying a car. You know, so we help customers in, in that part of the process as well before, you know, they actually pull the trigger and buy the vehicle. You know, a lot of customers come down the dealership, they, they're in the uh, fact finding stage, if, if you will, and uh, you know our sales consultants as well as our managers can give customers options you know and, and give them more information to make a, a better decision for for themselves and their family sure and i think on top of that too is you know i think there's something to be said with you know about it's so much easier in my opinion nowadays to sell a car on the dealer side right because sure. here's the reality right google's changed the entire world right right that information at your fingertips at any point in time in my opinion yeah at least for the good dealers like like this one and a few others sure. right so you guys have really kind of instead of fighting that process you guys have really nurtured that process Absolutely. right like look man you have your cell phone you have the info so if you already have all the info then at that point as a dealer, really what you concentrate on is just the experience and the service, right? Like there's just no point in hiding anything at that point. Yeah, 100%, you know, um, obviously, you know, from the last podcast, we talked about technology and that kind of stuff. And, you know, when you embrace all these wonderful things and the internet and all that good stuff, it actually, you know, takes a lot of the fact finding, sure. you know, information phase out of, out of the process. And then it generally... You know, gets the customer to us and then it lets us do what we do best which is you know showcase our vehicles and provide you know a top-notch service when you come down to to purchase a vehicle yeah sure no doubt so let's talk about financing for a second sure only from personal experience by the way right so I'm getting hit um, in in a million different ways right right now by third-party applications right okay. Uh, I'll name I'll name one in particular, right? So they just happen to be very aggressive right now in marketplace, right? So uh, I get hit by a, this application called Fair, right? F A I R. Yep. Apparently, seems to be some sort of like automotive financing tool, mobile tool of some sort, right? So, um, so I did a little bit of research. So it, it's almost like a third-party kind of leasing, purchasing type service, right? So. Talk to me a little bit about how that's affected your business, or do you know anything about that application? Have you even heard of that application? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, we've seen a lot of TV ads on there. We've looked into it. Um, there's a lot of information you know, in our industry circling around um, with uh, that type of, you know, that company and the, and the apps are out and these different, these new and up-and-comers and things they're doing. I mean, it's... You know, it's one of those things we're trying to enter, you know, trying to change the way that we're, you know, that we're marketing to the consumer um, for vehicle sales. And some of it's, you know, obviously it's great, you know, and then some of it's, you know, on the flip side isn't exactly what it, you know, it's, it's, it, it was all up to, you know, made to be. So I think, um, you know, just, you know, customers doing a research before, doing a re thorough research before they, you know, go out and, sure you know, go ahead and 
go down the line of using a, an application like that to, to purchase a vehicle, you know, doing their own homework and research too, because there's a lot of things, there's a lot of, as I like to say, you know, um, small language, which sure. you kind of all do, you know, but. And it, true or not true, right? One yeah. of the main things I'm getting from dealers right now when it comes to that particular application, right? So yeah. and obviously we're talking about fair, but yep. getting approved on the app is one sure. thing. Being able to use that approval at the actual dealer seems yeah. to be a completely different well, scenario, right? The idea is really, really well. And, you know, it's a really, it's a good, good idea. And we've worked, you know, with a lot of, you know, non-traditional banks to try to circumvent the process of buying a car and obtaining financing. We ourselves have tried to get involved in that. The problem with that whole business model is like, you can't physically get a check from these types of lenders. Sure. You know? And if we're being honest, you know, thoroughly honest with everything, you know, dealerships are very, very aggressive. Um, we have we have multiple different lenders, um, you know, tons and tons of lenders that we use. They have to compete <clears throat> with us, uh, other dealerships um, for our business, and we pass those savings off to the customers, you know. So when it comes time to getting the best rate and getting the best financing for your vehicle, you know, I can't imagine anybody that could do it any better than, than, than what we do. You know, we go directly to the banks, we negotiate the loans for you, um, and we get generally get our customers the best rates that are available on the market. This is what we do for a living, you know, and um, I don't, it's, it's hard for me to, to see um, uh, an application, you know, do any better than, than we can. Because, sure. You know, we're live human people that are in there, you know, we we sell, we go in there and you know you guys want to get four point nine five point nine you know interest rates and we're the ones who are working hard for you and getting the rate done for you at the at the requested amount. Sure. So um, it, it, it's a good thing and also it could be a bad thing too because I don't physically see how I mean they can't they can provide financing but they're not they don't work directly with dealers. Sure. So it's kind of like a private type deal. Sure. And I think a lot of times too what people don't understand uh, is sometimes the the some of the things that are that a dealer has access to that that you otherwise wouldn't be able to get, right? So, uh, for example, I know one particular instance where I was just talking to someone randomly. They they tried to use the application, uh, got approved through the application, but the rate that the dealer had quoted this particular customer was actually cheaper than what the application was trying to get an approval for, sure. right? Yeah. Um, by by a substantial amount. Sure. Right? I think it was over two basis points, two percentage yeah. points, which doesn't seem like a lot at face value. But when you're talking about a forty or fifty thousand dollar car loan, which is what this guy was trying to buy, yeah. that's a huge difference. It's, it's, it's massive. Yeah, it's thousands. Yeah, and um, that's that's another thing too is like with these types of you know outside you know financing is they just they you know it, it's it's. It's not as um, simple as generally the general public thinks. You know, they go through all these, you know, hoops and bounds, and, and, and also there, you know, there might be stipulations that are involved. And these are, you know, and, and there's algorithms that are built into these formulas sure. that drive the rates and stuff like that. But the bottom line is, you know, we, we do this for a living all, all day long. And, you know, when push comes to shove and it's, it comes down to the negotiation process, you know, we're the ones who are grinding the bank for you and trying to get you the rate that you deserve. Sure. You know, yeah. so. And a lot of times giving you a rate that you normally probably wouldn't qualify for sometimes. Yeah, that happens all the time. And I think that, and I think that, that, that happens that, more than people think, actually. Absolutely. Happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely believe that. All right. So let's talk about car lineups, right? So 
Nissan over the years has has done uh, you know a good job of positioning themselves in market, right? So um, typically you're gonna buy a Nissan. You a lot of times you end up staying with Nissan, right? It's almost like a, like a little cult following, right? So um, out of the entire model lineup right now, what would you say is the top selling vehicle right now? Well, I mean, you can look at SUVs. Obviously, in you know the United States right now, the SUV market is really hot. You know, that's the new popular trend. Um, we're kind of revisiting that where we we're at 20 years ago when sure. the SUV, you know, caught caught caught. Now, on. Ford just announced, by the way, yeah. that they're literally cutting their entire model lineup yeah. on on the vehicle part. The only sure. car they're going to make yeah. is the Mustang and a hybrid. Yeah. But other than that, that is it. Yeah, well, I mean, we still we still see a lot of um, you know car sales, you know, if you will. Um, it's you know mostly because of our product line. Um, we have a very popular product um, that are very very fuel efficient. And um, but you know the number one selling you know vehicle right now is for Nissan is the Rogue. You know really? Yeah, the Rogue. Wow. SUV. And um, you know it's kind of told you that you know showed you the trend of the market the way it's been the last couple of years and. We keep trending towards SUVs, you know. So the Rogue, and now we have uh, you know, the sister, which is the uh, Rogue Sport, which is just a smaller model of the Rogue. And you know, we are spending a lot of money right now uh, in terms of manufacturer, you know, into you know technology with the SUV market. Sure. You know, that's where a lot of the money, the R and D money, is being spent. So it looks like it's here to stay, and uh, you know, obviously we embrace it. Um, you know, every every different market is, is obviously different. You know, some markets are more you know, car you know car heavy versus SUV and truck. Um, you know, Southern California we got we get kind of a mixed bag of of everything. Um, but you know, as far as the segment, definitely the SUVs is the popular segment, and you know, Rogue you know leading the way. Sure. And one of the most popular selling SUVs in the United States. Sure. And I think part of it too is. When you look at most of these SUVs, they're cross platforms, right? So like, you're getting the same EPA gas mileage that you would on an Altima or a Sentra sometimes with like a Rogue or a Rogue Sport. Yeah, I mean you're not with, getting you're you know, not getting the same, but you're getting pretty well pretty, close. It's pretty for, close. For, this isn't you know 20 years ago. And that's when what I mean. SUVs got you know, right 13, 14 right. miles a, a gallon. Right. There's there's a lot of SUVs yeah. are you know in the high 20s, low 30s sure. on, on uh, MPGs, which is. And that's what's helped shift the market sure, uh, sure. in the last couple of years. Yeah, no doubt. So it rides like a car, has almost the same EPA. Yeah. It's really that not that much more expensive and gives you substantially more room and more comfortable. Yes. Which which obviously yeah. th that's five against zero right not there. Not to right? mention so, they look really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I totally very get stylish. That. Yeah, for inside, sure. Inside inside sure. and out. Yeah. So totally got that. So how do you maintain that rogue man so i know sometimes there's a there's a notion on in the consumer world that they can service that car cheaper at their local grease monkey or sure. walmart yeah. i don't happen to believe that's the case anymore personally but that's just sure. my personal opinion but talk to me a little bit about well servicing I, the vehicle right i, th I think uh, you know over the past decade you know um consumers are more you know Involved in servicing their vehicles in, in the new car franchise versus going to your local, you know, Grease Monkey or Jiffy Lube, if you if you will. Um, I think you know consumers used to you know more so go to those places because you know the perception was the service was cheaper and it was you know. But I think you know it is you know it's at least the same price to service your sure. vehicle um, at a, a new car franchise versus servicing it 
you know, at a third party, you know, Grease Monkey, Jiffy Loop, Service Express, you know, something like that. I mean, we're very extremely competitive. Um, we do market analysis, you know, every 30 days. We like to see our local competitors. And, you know, we don't want a customer to go, you know, have to go and, you know, try to save, you know, $15 by going to their local, you know, Grease Monkey or sure. Service Express versus coming to the dealership. You know, um, that way we can make sure we're very thorough in, in the maintenance of your vehicle. Yeah, for sure. And and I think, again, ultimately, I think in the dealer world, when it comes to service, I think, I think they've caught up, right? And at the end of the day, it, it, you know, a car yeah. next to a house yes. is probably one of the most important things you're going to own. I mean, second most important. Like, literally, like yeah. you can't get to work if you, sure. you know what I mean? Like it's that simple, right? Yeah, like everything hinges on it. Yeah. And you can look at it too. And in the, in the, you know, one of the things we like to kind of look at is a lot of these, these, you know, oil change and service places, you know, they have mechanics there that, you know, it's, it's more of a lower level, you know, mechanic that, you know, his specialty is just, you know, changing oil, sure. servicing tires and, and brakes and these guys, you know, don't have the specialty of servicing Nissan products. Sure. You know, our technicians, you know, they go to school for multiple years of just learning, you know, right, you know, all the different fundamentals of working on vehicles and servicing them. And then when they get here, their, their training continues on through their career with on predominantly just Nissan products. Sure. So you're talking about, you know, a technician when he goes to work on your vehicle, you know, this is a guy that has received a lot of education on that specific vehicle and knows that vehicle inside and out. So, and that's, that's the difference between, you know, your local, you know, Service Express and, you know, a Nissan franchise. Sure, no doubt. And, and I think what's even more important than that is the warranty that they carry behind that, right? Uh, when you come to a Nissan dealer and you bring your Nissan Rogue for service, um, if something happens to not have been done correctly, the service manager and the service department is going to come in and, and make sure it gets done and it gets fixed. Simple 100%. as that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so there'll be no finger pointing or like, hey, it was yeah. there before. You know what I mean? Like that typically yeah. doesn't exist well, in the world. Well, the thing too in new car franchises, we have a, you know, a quality, you know, inspection that's done sure. after the vehicles, you know, a QC department, if you will, that's, you know, after you, you've done your service, we make sure, sure that everything was done right and the car is in 100% working, you know, condition, and um, you know, we inspect our own work. Yeah, that's part of our process. Yeah, you know, yeah. no car goes uninspected after the you know work has been performed. Sure, for sure. Well, listen, that is all the time we have for today. I appreciate your time more than anything. I appreciate your honesty, man. I know this is a, a is different. Absolutely, right? it's been it's, it's been different. My, it's been my pleasure. Right, you enjoy it. And it's definitely enjoy having you. It's things. not normal, man. Like for dealers yeah. to say, "Hey, man, I'll be happy to talk about third party applications and rates and interest rates and pricing and, and all that whole deal." Right. Yeah. So, the bottom line is, we want all the customers out there to to um, know and understand, you know, how a dealership works, and sure, you know, and they can have a better understanding of the process. And sure, any any information that we can, you know, provide for them is, I think, makes you know the whole transaction easier for yeah. everyone involved yeah it's it's something to be said when the transaction has less friction at the end of the Absolutely. day right i mean at, at the end of the day i think that's what a dealer is looking for and ultimately obviously that's what the consumer is looking for 100 anyways with that being said we appreciate anyone listening to the podcast uh thanks for your time um like i said i, I know it's a new movement i know that most dealers aren't comfortable 
Um, I'm, I am happy to report that Metro Nissan of Redlands is, is more than comfortable to peel back the layers, man, and really start to be transparent with consumers. So, Dave, once again, we appreciate your time today, man. You got it. Thanks, Thanks so much. And uh, guys, have a blessed day. Thanks.